0: Hello ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Logical & Logical 7th episode. Today we're going to discuss about PM Cares Fund. But before that, let me take a minute and thank you all guys for supporting Logical & Logical today. I don't have that much of uh, audience reach right now, but I guess, you know, if you st- if you keep on supporting the way that you're doing right now, I think it's going to be a wonderful journey for both you and me together. That being said, let's uh, start uh, today's episode. It's going to be about the PM Cares Fund. The Prime Minister's Citizen Assistance and Relief in Emergency Situations Fund, which is also known as PM Cares Fund, was created on 28th March 2020 following the COVID-19 pandemic in India. The funds will be used for combating and containment and relief efforts against the coronavirus outbreak and similar pandemic-like situations in the future. The Prime Minister of India is the Chairman of the Fund. Trustees include the Minister of Defence, Minister of Home Affairs and Minister of Finance in the Government of India. The PMCAS Fund has faced serious criticism for the lack of transparency and accountability in relation to its establishment functioning and accounts. The Government of India has denied that PM Fund is a public authority for the purposes of transparency laws such as RTI Act and there are currently several ongoing cases at the Supreme Court of India and several high courts in relation to this fund. Let's first talk about the legal exemptions which PMKS is uh, eligible for. Acceptance of foreign donations The initial announcements accepting donations to the PMKS fund included details allowing domestic and international transfers of funds and Indian ambassadors were directed to mobilize donations from foreign countries. The government of India announced that it would be setting aside a 15-year-old policy of declining foreign aid in cases of disasters and calamities. Foreign contributions and donations are regulated by FCRA which requires registration and regular documentation of funds received. However, the funds have been exempted from all the provisions of FCI. Talking about the tax exemptions, in April 2020, Government of India issued an ordinance to exempt donations made to the fund before 30th June, allowing them to qualify for a tax deduction under ATG of the Income Tax Act 1961. Like, as the Companies Act 2013 only allowed CSR exemptions for funds established by the government for socio-economic development and relief work, the Ministry of Corporate Affairs issued a circular in March 2020 authorizing exemptions from the PM Cares Fund, noting that it was a public fund established by the central government. Prior guidelines concerning donations to similar funds, such as Prime Minister's National Relief Fund disallowed CSR exemptions and a government panel had described these as allowing the same tax benefits twice amounting to a very regressive incentive. Donations made to the state government's initiatives and other relief funds such as the Prime Minister's National Relief Fund or the Chief Minister's Fund do not even qualify for CSR exemption. Talking about the existing relief funds right now in India, the establishment of the PMKS Fund has been criticized on the grounds that there already exists a Prime Minister's National Relief Fund, which is uh, abbreviated to PMNRF, which was established in 1948 to provide relief and assistance to those suffering in times of natural disasters, calamities and riots. In addition to the political opposition, the Chief Ministers of several states questioned about the preference for PMKs over the individual relief funds of each state. The PMNRF is directly managed by the PMO and donations made it to are exempt under the Income Tax Act. It has been utilized since 1948 to provide relief and assistance in several instances. Uh, like the PMCAS fund, donations to PMNRF are not transparent and the names of the donors or amounts of donations are not publicly disclosed or subject to audit. Activists are working on transparency and accountability in PMNRF funds suggested that rather setting up a separate similar fund the Government of India could restructure the PMNRF itself, bringing it under parliamentary oversight and disclosing details of funding and spending. There is also an existing National Disaster Response Fund, NDRF, established under the Disaster Management Act of 2005. In a challenge at the Supreme Court, the Government of India distinguished the PMCAS fund on the grounds that NDRF does not accept private donations and it's completely publicly funded. Newspaper reports suggest that officials have sought to differentiate the PMKS fund from the PMNRF, pointing out that the PMKS has a defined objective in its trust deed. Unlike the general relief aims of the PMNRF, the trust deed of the PMKS fund allows the Prime Minister to appoint experts as advisors in the allocation of funds. Legal experts have also argued that a dedicated fund for addressing the concerns of COVID-19 pandemic would be much more effective than PMNRF, which deals with various kinds of disasters and crises. However, the announcement of the PMCAS fund by the Prime Minister Narendra Modi indicated that its use was not limited to the COVID-19 pandemic, noting that the fund would also cater to future distressing situations apart from the COVID-19 pandemic. At the time when PMKS was established, the Prime Minister's National Relief Fund had an already existing unspent fund of 3,800 crores. They're talking about uh, the collection of funds. There are various modes of how the PMKS can actually collect funds. Those are the voluntary donations and there is transfer of funds from the public sector undertakings. There is default and mandatory donations. Just like on April 2020, Doctors Associations at the All India Institute of Medical Sciences in New Delhi objected to a circular from the hospital's administration indicating that a day's salary would be deducted from their accounts and donated to the PMKS fund. The AIMS administration ultimately withdrew their circular and accepted a proposal that doctors could opt into a scheme to donate the fund or could donate to the any charitable organization of their choice on a purely voluntary basis. Similar proposals for mandatory or opt-out donations were subsequently withdrawn from three other hospitals based in Delhi following protests from the Doctors' Association, uh, namely Savdarjung Hospital, there is Atul Bihari Vajpayee Institute of Medical Sciences, and Ramanohar Lohia Hospital, and Lady Harding Medical College and Hospital. On 17th April 2020, the Jharkhand High Court ordered six petitioners to deposit 35,000 rupees each In PMKS fund and install the Government of India's COVID 19 surveillance and tracking mobile application, Arugya Setu, as conditions for granting him bail in a criminal case. In August 2020, Punjab and Haryana High Court issued a similar order requiring a deposit of 1 lakh rupees as its cost into the PMKS fund. On 19th April 2020, the Registry of Supreme Court of India issued a notice informing all its employees that all officers would be donating 3 days' salary to the fund and that non gazetted officers and Group C employees would be donating 2 and 1 days' salaries respectively. The circular gave employees 1 day to opt out of the donations, stating that failure to opt out would be considered as consent to donating. And there are several other instances where Revenue Department and the Finance Ministry issued a circular indicating that 1 day salary per month from April 2020 to March 2021, from each employee would be directed to fund unless employees who were unwilling to donate indicated their unwillingness in writing to their departments. The move was criticized by government employees who noted that this amounted to 12% of a month's salary for government employees. Many of, of who couldn't even afford to release the funds. The former CGA stated that the opt-out system left employees vulnerable to professional consequences if they did not donate. 1st on 5th June 2020, the Prime Minister's Office stated that the PMKS Fund did not qualify as a public authority for the purposes of RTI Act 2005 and accordingly refused to disclose a copy of the trust deed that established the fund. The order was challenged by the appeal, the appellate authority under to the RTI Act 2005 and PMO again refused to disclose the information. A challenge against these orders is currently pending in the High Court of Delhi on August 2020. A second request for information on the PMKS fund under the RTI Act was denied. And then they have certain exemptions from all the audits like the officials working with the CAG of India stated that they were not allowed to audit the fund since it was based on donations of individuals and organizations. The Prime Minister's National Relief Fund, although not officially audited by the CAG, has compiled with audits uh, questioning its uh, spending such as in the case of 2013, Uttarakhand floods. Also the PMKS fund is exempt from scrutiny and monitoring of all foreign donations as the provision of foreign contribution regulation act act has been exempted as far as the fund is concerned. In April 2020 the Home Ministry of India declined to comment on a pledge of financial support to PMKS from a Russian state-owned defense company Ross expert in export to concerns about the departure from India's prior policy of only accepting foreign donations from non-resident Indians, persons of Indian origin and international organization. Subsequently, in June 2020, opposition leaders criticized the government of India for accepting donations to PMKS fund from these Chinese-owned companies. In light of 2020, India-China skirmishes and the government of India's ban on Chinese products including mobile applications, Punjab chief minister, Amarinder Singh stated that Chinese donations accepted to PFKS fund out to be returned, but that's simply Modi ji's account, and you can't do that, Mr. Singh. And there is this one case. I think you know you must know about this because this was the uh, like in the news for quite some time, I guess. So immediately after the funds was created, multiple fake accounts were found in circulation, while the Original UPI accounts were PNKS at the rate of SBI and PNKS at the rate of IOB. Delhi police booked an individual for creating a UPI account, removing the S from the PNKS and making it PNKS at the rate of SBI, intended to scam people. The Press Bureau of India issued a clarification on Twitter confirming its donation information to ensure that funds were not donated to fraudulent accounts. On 26 April 2020, Police in Navi, Mumbai, registered a criminal case after a person provided funds via the phone pay following a call soliciting donations to the PMK's fund. The call was alleged to be fraudulent. And there are certain litigations. There are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven litigations. Okay. And I'm not going to talk about all the seven. I'm going to talk about a couple of uh, those which are very important. I think uh, it uh, marks an example for the current situation. So on 22nd May 2020, Praveen Kumar, a lawyer in Bengaluru, filed a criminal complaint against Sonia Gandhi and other opposition leaders following tweets by them criticizing the funds on the grounds of transparency and accountability. The criminal complaint was registered the, under the provisions of IPC, including the Section 153, uh, which is relating to provocations uh, with the intent to cause riots, and Section 5051B, which is relating to cause fear or alarm in the public. On 10th June 2020, Delhi High Court heard a petition filed by Samyak Gangwal who challenged an order of the Prime Minister's office refusing to disclose information about the establishment and governance of the fund under the Right to Information Act 2005. This case is ongoing and in August 2020, talking about very latest thing, the Supreme Court of India rejected a petition filed by Center for Public Interest Litigation, which is CPIL, a non profit organization, which sought the transfer of funds from the PMKS to the National Disaster Response Force, holding that the Government of India was to make transfers between the two funds at its discretion. The Supreme Court also rejected a related plea calling on the court to direct the Government of India to create a new National Disaster Relief Plan to address the COVID 19 pandemic in India. Finding the existing disaster relief plans to be sufficient.